0: Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. I am thrilled to have Katherine Brewer back on the program today. Katherine was with us last week talking about these psychic, new, highly gifted children that are just coming into this earth today. Catherine is a mentor, speaker, and author who works with coaches, therapists, teachers, and other conscious leaders on the evolutionary path to catapult their influence, effectiveness, and satisfaction in work and life. She combines decades of experience as a family and marriage therapist and school psychologist. Due to her personal story growing up as a highly gifted and psychic child who struggled to fit in, Catherine is especially passionate about working with mentors of children and youth to help them navigate the unique challenges and gifts of our newest information. Welcome back to the program, Catherine. You know, I just uh, really not, I'm not really getting off topic, but it's so obvious that these kids are here to help us also. They're bringing such a huge message to us and what do you what do you think that message is i think i know
1: but (laughs) thank you for asking that (laughs) because i actually uh i think the number one message is humanity is evolving and uh the world we're going into aside from technology the world we're going into in terms of subtle awareness, in terms of of heart-centeredness, is not the same that it has been in terms of things coming together so much, coming together instead of being so separate and, and right. we're going into a whole different world. And I see it, we're on the bridge now. We're we're not in the old world. Energetically, we're not. So a lot of behavior out there still so seems to be. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And we're not in the new. We're on the bridge. And so how long do you think we'll be on the bridge? I don't know. <laughs> There's well in human design, there is predicted to be a huge, huge change in 2027. There's some others that predict 2050. You know, they, there's... And the thing is, I think it's a lot of up, up to us.
0: Yeah. You know, the... the ...out there and spread the word and the light. And because I think, at least for myself, I'm so enmeshed in this world, you know, I can't help but think that everyone is, but it just, there it's not. It's not when you really you know, get out there. But I do, I think things are changing because the kids are are forcing us to change. Yes. And, and I love them so much and we want to help them so much. We have to learn and understand this. And, and you, you know, you talk about um, the importance of the first five years of life. Can you just briefly, briefly mention that? Yes.
1: And- even that's even that is um, is different from what well, a lot of what I was taught. There's the psychosocial developmental stages, and the first five years create actually brain structure foundation mm-hmm. for then what will be filled in for the rest of the life, and that's up till some say five um certainly by 7 and beyond that though our energetic fields and our energetic structure is not complete till around age 7 or so right so our
0: young children are so much more vulnerable they truly are not to mention they're still so connected yeah. to spirit and to the source and their intuitive abilities. And so knowing that the brain is developing and that if we if we can celebrate, validate, encourage these abilities, I mean how. What a wonderful marriage that would be for the child, you know, for brain development, spiritual development, yeah, for all of that.
1: and and because in the young years, um, children are very present, they're in the moment. Mm-hmm. absolutely. They are uh, they they're a sponge for the whole. they're they're they don't separate out. Their experience of a moment is the whole. Their experience of a day is the whole. That's what we're moving into in the future. So if they can maintain that, because the the what I was taught <clears throat> is that that starts to leave between five and seven, um, certainly by nine, that you're, they're no longer seeing the big picture,
0: right? I
1: that's not true, and a lot of today's kids that is not true,
0: so that's changing also, yes.
1: And what, what popped in my mind was Buckminster Fuller and what he says he said that our children
0: are our elders in universe time, yes. And if I can add to that, that I don't want to say especially, but the gift of having a child on the spectrum or a child with gifts such as downs or learning disabilities or or what disabled those children are such gifts to us too they are our elders our teachers all children are but but i even think sometimes more so when there's a child like that you know in your life i know that is for my for my family yes yeah, and you. yeah. And, yeah.
1: you know einstein said that and we cannot solve the problems in the same mindset in which they were created. And these kids have a really different
0: mindset. Yeah. So what do, we, what do we do? Well, first, let's talk about the emotional skills to help or the practical skills even to help compassionately shift behavior when these children are struggling. So you talked about but just that, kind of like the root chakra yeah right just putting maybe hands and a little bit of pressure and just and that sort of thing and the rhythmic you know like you gave that elephant swinging i know tapping that's a little bit faster but i know some psychologists use that for when a child gets upset i don't know how you feel about that oh well,
1: yes uh yes
0: Emulation. I used I, the
1: uh, EFT, the emotional freedom okay. technique tapping. I actually used that. I was on a team um, that used energy medicine and, and that tapping mm-hmm. with the genocide orphans in Rwanda with miraculous, amazing results
0: really with and what was the energy healing part of it was it like hands-on just not just but i'll use the word reiki but it's all you know just energy healing no
1: there was one person who was doing some of that but no the energy energy medicine this was uh, it's now called the eden method it was donna eden's energy medicine then they are uh, techniques, some of them tapping, some of them other kinds of movements that are sort of like Shigong, but they are, mm-hmm. they um, realign your energy fields. There, the, you know, you, we talk about our energy meridians mm-hmm. that uh, Chinese medicine has used for a long time. They're, that's only one energy system There's many other energy systems. And Donna Eden was a very sickly child. (laughs) And um, when she, like teens or 20, she decided that, and she always saw energy. She saw energy all of her life. So she decided that she would begin to study healthy people. And see what their energy fields looked like. And then she'd see what hers looked like. And she'd mess around with it to try to get her energy field to look like the healthy people. That was started her energy medicine system. So we did, we went in in the morning with the, with the kids. And we started with drumming and singing and yes. dancing. Very demonic, yes. Yes. And then we did energy medicine and there's um, this there's a system she has called the daily routine that has an, a technique for any every one of the major energy systems to bring it more into alignment. And then we would go with our day. So that was that was how we used energy medicine. and then the tapping we used throughout the day. Right, we did it uh, in groups, which is really powerful when you when a whole group is tapping on a same issue, or even whether it's the same issue for the whole group, or it's one person's issue but the whole group is tapping on it. Right, right, really powerful.
0: The energy of one becoming one again, yeah. How powerful! So, do you feel that I'm sure you do, but for every, let's, let's just talk about a child today. That's, you know, I don't like to use the word regular, but you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And that every morning to wake up with some maybe chanting or some drumming or to go to school and have five minutes of just quiet meditation and tapping and, then throughout the day, would this help or for caregivers to do this regularly? From what I hear you saying is that this could really help regulate or settle down their nervous systems yes. and be able maybe to, if, to focus more and less anxious and less depression and less all of that 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 seems to be happening today in this world. Yes, and there's research
1: that shows that both for um, EFT tapping, right, and right. or heart math. Do you know about heart
0: math? Yes, I do know heart math. Yes, yes. yes.
1: Um, I did a pilot study with the. Uh, I worked with kids that had been labeled as emotionally disturbed, and so they were in special classes for the emotionally disturbed. Which, by the way, many of them were these kids. They were, um, they were not mentally ill. <clears throat> um, but we did heart math. I did heart math with them individually 20 minutes a week. And then there was some reinforcement in the classroom for only nine weeks. The results were amazing. In fact, there were three of the kids that no longer qualified as emotionally disturbed.
0: And I know just for our listeners, um, just briefly tell us a little bit about HeartMath that I've been meaning to reach out to to them to have someone come on, but I'll have you come back and talk okay. about it. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, briefly explain that. That would be that'd be great.
1: Okay. It, it started with the research. That found that there were 40,000 brain cells in the heart. So there is a brain in the heart. And then the research that when there was conflict between the heart's energy and your thinking brain's energy, the heart was primary. Right. And then more research that when the heart moved into a state that they're calling coherence the messages from the heart to the brain made the brain work in its optimum form so you, memory was increased focused was increased problem solving was increased emotional uh, management was increased and the and the, like the the electromagnetic field around the heart came in sync with the electromagnetic field around
0: the earth. And so can you give an example of a child that you did that with and you saw these sor- sorts of results exactly what you did? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, that's you. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: uh, um, there is a, a simple process and it is... Uh, Heart math has uh, adjusted them for different ages. So mm-hmm. I was working with middle school and high school. So it was just the regular adult process. Wow. Come into heart coherence. It starts with breathing. It starts with, in fact, we could do it right now. Great. Okay. So you breathe. You imagine that you are breathing in through your heart. Breathe light in through your heart. And then you breathe... Love out through your heart, and you breathe slowly. Breathe in through your heart, out through your heart. And you can even imagine that there's like a silver color or some color, breathe in through your heart, out through your heart, in through your heart, out through your heart and keep that rhythm going, breathing in through your heart, out through your heart, and then bring to mind something that you feel deep gratitude for or great love. A pet, it could be a place in nature where you feel just happy to be alive. Breathe in and out through your heart, holding that feeling of great gratitude, appreciation, or love. For, for little kids, um, mm-hmm. they have, they, they call it uh, the sunshine secret, and they use the sun rays coming in. And then uh, older kids, they have one called uh, Heart Smarts Adventure. And they've created, when I did it, we mostly used um where you could see your heart rhythm right calming down and you could hear tones different tones when it was in more more coherence or less coherence and they just had the beginning of games but now they have a lot of games for different ages on the computer and on on phones where as when you hold heart coherence then then you get rewarded with the games, in the games. And when you lose heart coherence, you don't lose things on the games, but they kind of stop.
0: Right. So, yeah. What a a beautiful tool. What a beautiful tool that is. And I know with um, Karen Newell's Newell's research, um, she works with Evan Alexander, that Mm -hmm. when you do the sort of activity that you just took us through or a med- little meditation, that love and gratitude, even if a person is across the room that you're not touching, you're not looking at that goes to them, you know, that love, that energy goes to them, which is it, it just in itself is so, so profound also. Yes. Wow.
1: And, and heart Myth has little videos of that. They've used graphics
0: to show that. Right. Yeah. We'll have to explore that even more. So, you know, we don't have too much more time, but tell us a little bit about your book, My Awesome Story.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, um, you know, one of the things I didn't mention was that PMH Water helped me see that I had a near-death experience during birth.
0: I was going to ask you um, if you, I actually just jotted that down, if you possibly had one because of everything you've told me. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. And so I didn't know that because PMH Atwater calls us birthers and we don't tend to remember because there's no contrast between being, at any rate.
0: There's no beginning. Yes. There's no past or there the way she explains it. Yes, yeah,
1: but one of the things that often happens, and it did for me, is that we bond to the other side. We don't bond here.
0: Right, exactly. So um,
1: in in all of my journeys, <laughs> uh, I did a lot of studying with Barbara Marks Hubbard, who's considered the mother of conscious evolution. And uh, then I had a year's personal mentorship with her. And a lot of what she teaches is about, she calls it um, cosmogenesis, how we in this exact moment are holding and carrying forth and connected to everything from the beginning of time, from the Big Bang. That everything that has occurred all the way up to this point. We hold within us and we are moving it forward. So, um, and I wanted a way to explain that to children. So one morning at 4 (laughs) a.m., just this download came of this little book using, using, using Repetition and rhyme and things that so it's cosmogenesis for three to I say for three to eight-year-olds Although there's some ten-year-olds that have really liked it Um and The it's it's available on Amazon, but what's not available on Amazon is I have a um, Pamphlet <laughs> of the conceptual and scientific background for the little book. And uh, here's here's the little book. Gotcha. My awesome story.
0: Nice.
1: And so it's for instance in the in the progression where where sparks become life I became a wiggle a wiggle a wiggle it's fun to float in the sea without a giggle. (laughs) And so it's that kind of, and then it ends up with the challenge to our earth now. Right. And then, all coming together and opening our hearts together solves, solves the challenges
0: that we face when did you write that 2012 2012 wow well I'm definitely going to get a copy of that and it will be in the show notes so Catherine we do need to wrap it up but I have a two questions for you um the first question is if you could take a walk with your six-year-old self what would you say I would say
1: Sweetheart. There's so much waiting for you that you don't know about yet. You're going to be better than okay. You're going to love life. And what you go through now. Is not much fun. And. You're strong, and it's helping you. And don't ever forget what a beautiful person you are.
0: Beautiful, thank you. And Catherine, what would, what would you like to shout to the world? What I, okay, what I want to shout to the world is
1: children are our hope, children are our teachers, children are our gifts. There's no greater purpose than to assist a child to be
0: all that they came here to be. I love it. Thank you so much. You'll definitely have to come back and we explore a lot of these topics. We have so much in common. And I, I actually used to be a dancer also. <laughs> we didn't talk about that just in college. I was just, it was just my minor bit. Um, how can people find you and find out more about your work and your webinar and all of those sorts of things? Uh, my
1: website is, just my name, kathrynbrewer.com, and it's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, V-R-E-W-E-R. Um, and to find the webinar, the name of the webinar is "Boosting Our Children's Resilience." It's on Thinkific. Uh, I, there will be there there is going to be very soon in a few days <laughs> uh, a page on the website. It's not there yet but there will be a page on the website. So you can go to the website and click on the link to register. It's no cost. And it's August 11th from 10.30 to noon, which is a Wednesday. Um, And on the website, there's also a link that I always have uh, complimentary possibility sessions to um, just talk about what what may be helpful for you at the moment. And if there's anything else, the explorations that I do or any of the other things that I do that would be helpful for you. But if not, there's still you'll still get something.
0: Okay, well, thank you so, so much. It's just been really an honor. And um, once again, I would definitely love to have you come back. Oh, thank
1: you. I would love it. And thank okay. you for what you do. This You asked about, you know, is there anybody doing in-services? It's like you're doing an in-service.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm spreading a little light. It sure brings light to my heart for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. And you have a great rest of the day.
1: Thank you. I will. And you too. And everybody else.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.